0: From the Talking Disney Studios in Cheyenne, Wyoming and Logan, Utah, this is the Talking Disney Podcast.
1: Jason and Cody. I'm Jason. And I'm Cody.
0: Welcome to episode forty seven of the Talking Dizzy Podcast. I'm your host, Jason, and once again I'm here with my co-host Cody. How's it going, Cody? Doing great, Jason. How are you doing this evening? I am doing great also. Seems like you're always doing great. You one know- time I just one time I I just want you to say, you know what, Jason, today just really sucked. But I'm glad that I'm here recording with you tonight. <laughs>
1: I mean, I did not have, I mean, today wasn't a bad day at work. Today was busier at work than I wanted it to be, but Uh, it it was work. So I guess I got what I signed up for. You're working and you make money, so you're, you can pay your bills. Yeah. uh, Lately, I just keep seeming to spend lots and lots of money. I wonder why that is. I don't know. Something about getting married and. Ugh. yeah getting
0: married is expensive yeah yeah, and yeah. then just wait then you have like kids and houses and uh, you know, your mortgage and I'm not scaring you am I
1: you know no. what? <laughs> uh, I got in too deep I might as well just quit while I'm ahead <laughs> no but it's all worth it it's all worth it
0: I had to say that in case Marcia came by so, no, I'm just kidding. I'm
1: just kidding. <laughs> she but it, it, she it is won't right. listen. So you should be all right.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I don't think she, well, she said she doesn't listen, listen. Cause I never sent her the link, the link to the show, but well, she doesn't like, need a link. You can go, you can Google it. You know, you can go to your iHeartRadio. You can go to your, she doesn't have iTunes, but she can go to her Google podcasts or wherever. But no, she doesn't. So that's all right. That way I can, she won't come to me at night and tell you know what you and cody you talked about some stupid stuff last night you guys need to do better
1: so she probably would be more critical than some yeah and i just don't need criticism right now
0: <laughs> <laughs> you, you life don't is, handle it well <laughs> life is life is too hard for criticism right now so oh uh, too funny but so yeah okay so we we're doing good. Both of us. Uh, yeah. Not too much going on this week. I did my, our, I was, there was a chance I wasn't going to be able to record tonight because our washing machine broke uh, a couple days ago. I ordered the part, got it in, fixed it. And it didn't take me as long as I thought it would. So now we don't need to buy a new washing machine. Hopefully, hopefully oh, hey, there's there part less. Yeah. So $30 for the part compared to six, 700 for a new washing machine. Um, so I'm happy. Not
1: too bad. I'm happy. Yeah.
0: So I sh- should tell Marcia, Hey, I saved us 700 bucks. You know, maybe I should get like 300 for working on it. You know, I should get paid, but uh, you know, they well, are.
1: They're, they're, know how well, that goes. <laughs>
0: yeah. You already know the answer to that. <laughs> uh, the
1: washing machine and dryer. They are pretty old. They're, they're, they're 10 years old. So we're, Mine has like a wood panel on it. Like a, like a station wagon? That's how old they yeah.
0: are. That's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> that's
1: that's a retro machine right there.
0: Yeah, I mean hey, it works. You might be able to buy one like that now. Maybe they're coming back. They might be. Yeah. Yeah. So but yeah, so we're expecting in the next couple of years we have to buy a new one too. So they don't last
1: that long. And you guys, I, yeah. I can only imagine how many loads of laundry you guys put through in a week. Oh yeah. We probably, we put a ton. So in fact,
0: I need to do some laundry. It was like one of those things where, yeah, I don't need to do any laundry. And then once the, once
1: it was broke, I was like, man, I need to do some laundry. I need to get this thing fixed. But uh, scared me for a second. I heard, I heard a rumble off in the distance. I, I'm in a townhouse, so I share walls. I've got people on both sides of me. Right. And I heard a rumble and then I was looking at my computer and your image started to shake. Uh, I don't know if you bumped your iPad or something, but like. Uh, I'm nowhere near my iPad. It's sitting up above my. Your picture, uh, maybe your table just moved then. Maybe, maybe, yeah. Yeah, because it's doing it right now. You bumping the table? No, I'm not even touching the table. (laughs) Okay, well, you're having an earthquake and you don't even know it. I thought maybe I was having an earthquake because I heard the rumble and then I saw the computer moving, but it was just your. Your picture. Uh, yeah, I got to be careful so I
0: don't bump the table because I do have the iPod sitting on, normally I have it sitting on a stack of books so it can be above my uh, com- com- computer screen. Uh-huh. But today I've got it on a cardboard box that's not as stable as the book. So um, so yeah, I'll be careful so that it doesn't look like I'm having an
1: earthquake. I would or you are. Things. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Be like the, right. the, the grandpa from the Lindsay Lohan Freaky Friday movie. Earthquake! <laughs> earthquake!
0: Yeah, I'll try not to do that. I'll try not to do that. All right, so before we get into our main topic tonight, which if you've been watching the last or listening to the last four episodes, we've been kind of going over our thoughts about the imaginary story uh, on Disney+. Plus. Uh, we'll talk a little bit, uh, some, of, some news related to Disney that happened this week, some... Uh, some sad, some, I guess, not so sad, or uh, you be the judge, I guess. But uh, the first one, um, if you are a fan of Disney movies and Marvel movies uh, in particular, uh, you obviously know the movie The Black Panther and the character The Black Panther that's been in other numerous Marvel movies. Uh, but the actor who played The Black Panther, Chadwick Boseman, passed away on you said Friday, right? August twenty eighth. Yeah, it was Friday. Yeah, uh, from colon cancer, and it was something that he kept a secret because nobody really knew besides his immediate family. And I was looking at his filmography from because it said he it, it was diagnosed in two thousand sixteen. I don't know when in two thousand sixteen, but since then he's done tons of. I mean, he did the the Avengers movies. He did Black Panther. He did all that while mm-hmm. also dealing with uh, colon cancer. So, and he was young, he was 43 years old. Yeah. Uh, some people now that, you know, he did pass away. Some people have been noticing that in recent pictures, he did look like he was getting skinnier.
1: There was a recent, relatively recent picture of him on Instagram or something, um, that he had posted, I don't know, two, three months ago, maybe it had been a little while. And he was noticeably thinner than he had been in any recent movie people had seen him in or anything like that. And so things started to circulate that maybe he was sick or maybe he was trying to lose weight for an upcoming film role that no one had known about yet. It was during coronavirus. So maybe he just wasn't getting out and working out. He was losing weight. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. So, but nothing was ever confirmed. You know, people had their speculations, but I know when the news broke, I was, I was traveling uh, to go to a funeral service, and I, I had my fiance with me, and she was just kind of scrolling on on Facebook or whatnot, and I was just getting off the freeway, and she says Black Panther died of colon cancer, and I was like, what What are you talking about? No, no, yeah. he didn't. Like, is that a, like? Are you reading fake news? Is it, is it one of those,
0: those TMZ articles that, that they that didn't verify? Her?
1: Her. I was like, what what <laughs> website is posting this? And she's like, it was just like from two minutes ago. I was like, nah, I'll, you know, I'll believe it when I start to see it on some of my, my right. sources. And then, you know, by the time I got to where I was going about 20 minutes later and later that night was able to get online and look at things. I mean, it was all over the place by then that he in right. fact did pass away due to colon cancer. You texted me, didn't you? I believe I thought, so.
0: I thought you texted me, but then my my daughter also said, "Hey, did you know that Black Panther died?" And I think you had texted me already. So, um, so yeah, he passed away, forty three years old. Um, was doing all kinds of movies while also dealing with that. Which, uh, there was there was a sequel coming out to the Black Panther, correct?
1: Yes, In they like had twenty twenty
0: two or something
1: yeah or later right might have been at least 2023 and now it would have been pushed back due to the coronavirus anyway right right so uh and i've been i've been
0: reading a lot of things about which well what is what is disney gonna do are they gonna replace them uh i mean that's one of the options but if i'm not mistaken i thought i read somewhere that in the comic books his what his sister yeah Uh, I forgot what her name is, but his sister in the, in the comic book takes, becomes the new black Panther. What is her name? Shuri? Shuri. Yeah. Yeah. So they could, they could go that way. That would be a logical way. It would be a logical way that they could uh, somehow in the, in the next one, you know, he passes
1: away. Somehow you don't see it or whatever. Right. I saw,
0: maybe it it starts with his funeral or something. And then, yeah, I saw someone suggesting
1: that they start off the, the next movie just right off the bat with Wakanda um, honoring the recently passed King T'Challa and it was yeah. his memorial service or whatnot. However, they lay their their royalty to death or to right. rest. And, and then we see his sister take on the mantle because we do know because we've seen from the original Pat Black Panther movie that she does have to fight for it. It's not the traditional monarchy where, you know, the next living relative just assumes the, the title, um, she has to fight for it. So that would be an interesting thing to see. Yeah. Cause I don't, I I don't think they'll go the route of replacing him. No. Um,
0: I, I, I think they would take a little bit of backlash for that. Uh, Mm -hmm. that's my opinion, but Oh, so we'll see. We'll see what happens. So yeah, 43 years. I, I just can't, it's, and, and as I'm getting older now, uh, cause I'm 46, um, you know, people that are younger than me that I, I mean, I don't know him, but I know of him, mm-hmm. you know, when people younger than me pass away, I'm like, man, he's, he's so young. But when I was like 20, I was like,
1: man, he was so old. And, but, and he had, you know, and, and not to say anything about your financial status. Uh, but he, definitely had the money to oh, pay yeah. for the best treatments and the best therapies right. and things like that right. to give him the best chances right right and not everyone can Has afford that. to do those things right exactly and he still unfortunately passed right
0: well like like magic johnson in the 90s you know he gets aids and he's still alive so back then everyone was dying but magic yeah. lived so well i <laughs> he, mean, had, he had the means i guess yeah, that's true. That's true. So, so yeah, that was that was that was how. Freddie up Mercury there. wasn't so lucky. He was not so lucky. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, and he had money, but he might have blown all that on drugs. Who knows? Yeah. So, us. so. All right. So on to some happier news, uh, if you deem it happy, I guess. Uh, Disneyland's Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. Even though it is still coming, it has been delayed at Disneyland. It was supposed to be here in 2022. And I don't think it ever gave like an exact month or anything. It just said coming in 2022, uh, everything I saw. But now it's coming in 2023. Yeah. Uh, And then there was a thing on Instagram today posted by Disneyland of the first vertical beams going up. Uh, So that's kind of a milestone. Yeah, Um, I saw that too. Yeah, yeah. So it says, We're thrilled to share a peek behind the curtain of the construction work for Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway coming to Disneyland Park in 2023. Check out the video. I was
1: trying to. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. You're good. I was watching that video, and you could tell that whoever's filming it was doing it through a window. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I thought maybe it was like the construction yard trailer or something like that, you know, but I'm like, no, they're, they're definitely elevated. Yeah. And then I'm trying to look at the surrounding areas in the background, trying to figure out where this person is that's filming this video. And it looks like that they're in that green building that goes when you're on ball and you're going over Yeah. the freeway so you can yeah, get to this uh, guy's the looking
0: structure. Yeah, this guy's looking out, and I can I can see the Matterhorn, so I know he's north of the Matterhorn.
1: Yeah, so he's um, behind Toontown. Exactly. Yeah, and he's behind where Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway will be. Right. Structured. Right. So he's completely behind all of that in backstage. That's that office building that you see right there yeah. by the freeway.
0: Yeah, and I'm trying to click on the picture, see if I could zoom in a little more on. Yeah. Yeah. He's definitely behind.
1: Yeah. So it's gotta be that office building. I don't yep. know what the purpose of that office building is, what they do in there, but
0: yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I thought at one time uh, I, I thought someone had said like human resources and stuff was back there okay. as part, as part of the, you know, it could be a lot more or it could be totally wrong, but um, and then I guess uh, the Avengers campus is still, it was supposed to be open this summer, obviously, with the July coronavirus. July, August, I think. Maybe yeah. July. Uh, let's see. Avengers campus was originally scheduled to open on July 18th. Yeah. But it was correct. pushed back due to closures. So they're still working on that. Uh, I know just what, last week or the week before, the Quinjet arrived.
1: Mm-hmm. They've
0: got they've got pictures of people standing near that. You can see Tower or uh, not Tower of Terror anymore, but uh, Mission um,
1: Breakout.
0: Mission Breakout behind it. So, um, so there's still construction going on, and hopefully by the time Disneyland does open, Avengers Campus will be close to being ready. Um, but I don't know if it will be totally ready. So, uh, and then really that's all the, that's all the big news that I saw this week. Um, Oh, I'll let you talk about The
1: Mandalorian getting a release date Season 2 Yes, that was just announced This morning Mm -hmm. Today is Wednesday September 2nd Right Uh, Social media announced this morning That The Mandalorian release date For season 2 Will be October 20th Or excuse me October 30th, 2020. Right. right. Which speaking of September
0: 2nd, not to change the topic, but did you call your grandma and tell her happy birthday today? I did call my grandmother. Awesome. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, grandma. Hopefully
1: hopefully she listens to this episode. So I think she listens now pretty regularly. Okay. I know she was, I think, when she was going to work. I imagine that she probably still listens. Yeah, yeah, because she's still working, just working from home. Working so, from home.
0: Yeah. That'd be nice sometimes, but then I don't think I'd get much work done. So <laughs> I'd be playing on the computer all day. You do that half the time at work anyway. No, I play on my phone. But well. if I was at home, I'd be on my computer. <laughs> <laughs> They'll get mad at me if I take my computer to work. So, all right. Well, that's, I think, so Mandalorian, October, you said October 30th, right? Season two, what is it going to be? Eight episodes, do you know? Oh, that hasn't... I haven't seen that.
1: Okay. I hope it's longer than eight episodes. Because the first season was how long? Was it, it was eight, wasn't it? I think it was eight. Yeah, I don't... I'd have, have to look it up. I don't remember anymore. Yeah. It I might guess. have just been eight. Maybe I ten? I
0: swore it was eight. I'm looking right here. Season one, eight episodes. And they were all roughly 30 to 35 minutes. Right. First aired November twelfth, last aired December twenty seventh. So, by the time it comes back in October thirtieth, it have been almost almost a year. Yeah. Uh, so, and I don't think that was affected by coronavirus too much. I think the original was fall. I think they said fall of twenty twenty. And October still technically fall.
1: Yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, from what I heard is they had finished filming and everything before the coronavirus hit. And all the post-production stuff can be done from people's homes. Yeah. Know? Just yeah, provide them does. with the right computers and the right equipment, and they can do it from the comfort of their home. Yeah, this doesn't say. I'm looking up a couple of things on it, and it doesn't say how many episodes. No, I. It'll be hard to say if we'll get that information before it actually actually launches. Right. We might. Uh, something might leak. I hope it's at least 10 episodes. I'd really like for them to be hour long episodes, but I doubt the first season would all be half hours or roughly a half hour. And then they'd make that kind of a jump in the second. Right. Um, As much as I don't like it, I imagine they'll still be roughly 30 to 35 minutes long. Yeah. There might've been one or two episodes like the first and the last, maybe that were closer to 40 minutes, but they were definitely not coming in close to an hour. Right.
0: Right. So yeah, Mandalorian fans, you only got a little over a little under two months till you can.
1: Yeah. Cause can uh, I get married on October 10th, 20 days before it's release. Right. And I'm like 30, 36 days out now, 37,
0: right. something like that. Well, today's what September 2nd. So don't count today. So we got what 30 days in, september yeah so 28 58 days
1: no right no no how many days are in october
0: well it well it comes out 31. october 30th so that's 30 days of october and then you got
1: 28 days left of september oh are you talking the release of the mandalorian
0: yeah 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 not your wedding
1: okay yeah,
0: yeah, enough about you and your wedding. We're talking <laughs> about the Mandalorian. <laughs> 38 days
1: to my wedding. Amazon tells me.
0: Oh, okay. So then 58 until, because it's 28 days after
1: your, or 20 days after your wedding. Yeah, so 58 yeah. days until Mandalorian right. right. season two. Right. So. Which should which be good.
0: So 38 if you're excited for Cody's wedding. 58 if you're excited for <laughs> the Mandalorian. Uh, uh, yeah, it should be it, should, it should, should be good I'll I'll be sure to check it out I might not check it out right away but just depends what's going on
1: you and James can do a live recording while you're in the back of my wedding making fun of me <laughs> that's a good idea <laughs>
0: I'll, I'll, I'll bring my yeah I'll bring my stuff <laughs> uh, Cody's is gonna be podcasted live <laughs> <laughs> yeah always, we interrupt your regular schedule <laughs> program to bring you We'll get, we'll get interviews with the bride and groom afterward. Yeah. Uh, so, all right. So that's all the news we got. Uh, time to move on to our main topic, which, like I said, if you've been checking us out the last couple episodes, we are discussing the imaginary story and we are on episode five. So we've got one more episode after this, because there was only six. Uh, hopefully, like I've mentioned before, hopefully they come back with the season two. Um, There's definitely
1: they they have the material for it. They do have the material, yes. Now um, it's just because because this show blankets the history really well of right WDI right,
0: and they could go back and do like specific stuff, like not not so general.
1: Uh, yeah, because basically this is just edge. a timeline, a snapshot of the timeline. Right, right, but they could go back and be like, "Okay, this episode is specifically about a park or a attraction, and go a little more right. in depth about the creation of a single park and make an hour long episode about a park or an I attraction." Would, I would like to see an episode on the
0: animation on the animator strike back in the day. To me, that would be a cool episode because I know a little bit about it, but I'm it sure not play into the Imagineering story. They were animators. Because they talked about that in the first episode, they kind of glanced oh, over a so strike briefly. Yeah, yeah. I, I, they could they could go back because I mean, that's how that was in the very beginning. That's kind of that's how the I mean animation started, and then they became Imagineers. So yeah, yeah. I think yeah. that would be cool. But let's talk about episode five: a carousel of progress. Um, And basically, the the quick snapshot of it on Disney Plus uh, is Bob Iger returns Imagineering to the foundation of Disney DNA. Uh, Quality wins out. He modernizes the formula by strategically investing in creative content, international expansion, and new technology. He empowers the Imagineers to plus the existing parks worldwide, especially the recent ones that fell short of expectations. After a decade, the parks never looked better. So... In episode four, if you remember, it was a lot of failure, a lot of things that went wrong. Um, and it kind of ended with uh, Iger getting ready to take over. Um, and now I think it was with the, uh, where was he at? Was he at the opening of Hong Kong Disneyland?
1: Yeah, it was Hong Kong.
0: Yeah. So, and and it kind of, that's how it starts out. He talks about uh, being at the parade in Hong Kong Disneyland and realizing that Hey, if we didn't have these, because he said most of the people, most of the characters on this parade were Pixar characters. And um, I think the Pixar and Disney deal was about to end as far as them working together. Yeah. They were going to end their current relationship. Right. Right. So that's one of the, I think that was, I think one of the first things is Disney bought out Pixar. I think it was seven point something billion dollars. Yeah. Seven point. uh, Four, yeah, something like that. Uh, so yeah, he he secured, and we'll kind of, I'll kind of go over it later because he also secured the rights to a lot of other things uh, besides Pixar, but that kind of came later. Um, I think one of his first big things that he wanted to do was correct Disneyland California venture. Yeah, because uh, it was always it was I mean it was built on the cheap. Uh, and it was one of those things where it, and I think it, one of the guys they interviewed in the thing said it had like four or five of the most popular rides at the Disneyland resort, but the park just wasn't successful. Successful. Uh, you'd have, I mean, in the last, last couple episodes or when whenever we've talked about DCA, we've talked about, it was a park that you could go in, you could do really quick and it's like two o'clock. What do we do now? You know, the, it didn't have yeah. the staying power. It didn't have, it, it wasn't built with the same quality as Disneyland and some of the other Disney uh, theme parks out there. Um, right. And I'll admit, I miss some of the things that they removed with the big refurbishment that, uh, that, that they did like the, like the letters out in front. I, you know, that was always a, yeah. it, it was a cool picture spot, you know, California. Um, I always I got mi- my
1: picture standing in the sea. Yeah. Cause,
0: cause yeah, with Cody. So, uh, but they did do a lot of, I mean, it it turned it into where it's not it's not an afterthought oh to, to Disneyland, I mean,
1: right because so- to a degree it almost tarnished Disneyland right because it right. was just right there adjacent to it. right.
0: Yeah, had it been a park that was separated from Disneyland by miles or whatever or, or different areas, maybe it would have been a more successful. but
1: right. when
0: you're when you're right across the esplanade from, the, the original theme park, uh, mm-hmm. you know, the, the, we'll call it the granddaddy of them all. You have Yeah. You have a lot
1: of, uh, a lot to live up to. So yeah, it's almost uh, got to hold the same kind of weight, have that same mm-hmm. kind of draw. Right. Right. So they, I mean, they had, they
0: had the, 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 the bones were there to, to make it a good park. The addition of carsland land, I think was amazing. I mean, they, they had talked about—I forgot the guy's name—but he was one of the Imagineers. Uh, they had—they were—they had talked about doing a car land mm-hmm. uh, with, like, you know, kind of a Route 66 kind of thing: drive-in theaters, cruising, you know.
1: It Just very old-school Southern California '60s California. vibe. Right,
0: right. Drive-in theater type stuff, and yeah, then then this movie comes out by Pixar called Cars. And it just fit into the area, area perfectly. Uh, yeah, I remember going a few times while they were building it, and like seeing seeing the huge mountains going up. Uh, yeah, and uh, and just that. I think that's probably one. If, if I had to choose an area in DC, that's probably my the. If If you had to say just go to one area and spend the day, I'd go spend it in Carson, especially at night when they turn on all the neon.
1: Um, I have yet to be there right when, when they it do
0: happens. it uh, it's 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 cool i'm um, always
1: there before or after or it's after. done yeah because they play the song that plays in the movie when all the neon goes on right and exactly. i haven't been there for it when they do it yeah so the, is, the addition is absolutely breathtaking though i mean right. you, you you feel like you're in the movie i mean it is that exact it is that spot on to their little radiator springs town in the movie. Everything is identical. Yeah. It's the same. Yeah.
0: And then just like all the past episodes, it showed great, great video and pictures of the, the construction of the area. Some pictures I had never seen. Some of the the behind the scenes things when they're when they're building the cars and uh, yeah. how they how they were determining how these cars were gonna go. Was it gonna be on a track? Uh, which mm-hmm. I never understood. I didn't when I was watching that part. I didn't understand. Okay, we're we're considering putting it like. Then they compared it to Space Mountain, like where the cars are on a track. They have a ride in Walt Disney World that should have should have been their first choice. Uh, eventually, they got there uh, yeah. with the with, with the test track and all. But that would have been my first, oh, it's a car ride. What about that ride we have in Walt Disney World? Can we just use that same technology? Uh, exactly. So uh, they they eventually got there, but uh, I don't even know why a track system was even considered, you know? Yeah. So
1: i tell you uh, what I found interesting was, and, and the, cause they talked about it quite a bit in the episode, which was really interesting to see the amount of thought that went behind the placement of the tail fins in the mountain mm, to walk yeah. power lines, the power towers, power towers, right. the, the electrical towers yeah. behind the, Property. Right. To where right. And when it, you're walking down that street entering Carsland, you do not see the cables behind the mountain.
0: Right. And they they kind of compared it to when Disneyland was built. They they had the burn where once you entered Disneyland, you were kind of you were the outside world was gone. Yeah. Uh DCA was totally different. You they said you could see hotels, you could see convention centers, you can see power lines.
1: Yeah, especially and, when you're back there in the Paradise Pier area. Right. Right across the street to the convention center. You can see the paradise pier hotel across the street.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And that was our big thing was to, to once you entered Carsland to make you believe
1: you were, you were not in Anaheim anymore. You were in radiator spring. And that's that obviously probably goes to making that land really solidify the idea that you're walking through the movie because you can't see anything else that takes right. you out of that mindset. Right right yeah so the
0: addition of the new land um midday they changed some of the other rides like the uh the silly symphony swings uh used to be what what was it called the orange stinger uh oranges california you know is
1: that what it was called back
0: in the day yeah uh, yeah i'm pretty sure i don't like that ride so i never wrote on it but i'm pretty
1: sure it was called the orange stinger that wasn't the swings yeah yeah that was the swings Oh, I thought you were talking about the Ferris wheel. No, no,
0: no, no. You don't
1: like the swings either. I know you're no. a baby when it comes to the Ferris wheel, but I didn't know you didn't like the I, swing. I
0: hate the Ferris wheel. I don't like rides that just go in a circle. I mean, you could you could strap me into a coaster and drop me like a thousand feet and I'm cool, but just going in a circle, it's like, I can't I can't deal with this. So. Does it
1: make you sick? Does it just yeah. drive you crazy that you're not going anywhere but a circle? No, no it, just, it just makes me sick. So...
0: Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. So they updated the Orange Stinger. Uh, was it? What's it now called? Goofy Sky School used to be Mulholland Madness. They kind of, yeah. they, 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 they went away from the originally California Mulholland Drive. You know, mm-hmm. the Orange Stinger, oranges, and I think the they had some bees in there too, because that's why they called it the
1: Stinger. Um, yeah, and you heard the buzzing of the bees yeah. as you are going around.
0: So they kind of updated those rides to be more of you know they added Goofy. They added silly symphony,
1: the cartoons and the music, and I did love the way that orange looked though, sitting at the edge of the water on the edge. pier.
0: Yeah, yeah. They added in, or uh, uh, they uh, worked on uh, what's the ride? California Screaming. Yeah. They they added on the on the loop, and then uh, the I think one of the other big things was World of Color. Yeah. Uh, I talked about that because Dis or DCA didn't really have a nighttime show.
1: Um and that was part of the whole thing, like we were saying, is this isn't a full day park. Right. They needed something that kept people there after dark. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And <coughs> excuse me. I just took a drink of water, but before I talk about World of Color, and I love World of Color, I love it. The only thing that made that made me mad when they built it is I used to love going on California, California screaming at nighttime. Well, when World of Color is showing, California Screaming shuts down. The
1: whole pier shuts down. Yeah, the whole pier. So and they Cause, would cause have they turn off all those lights and they Yeah. Incorporated into the show. Yeah. And now. the shows
0: the shows ran until the closing of DC. I mean, there uh, I went to one of the shows I went one time, it was after DC had
1: closed. Right. You know, and when they, they had the show, last they have, show they won't reopen it because by the no. time the first show ends, the park is closing. Yeah. Like it ends right at park closing and then the second one's like an hour later. Yeah. So that that made me mad as far as not being able to go on California Schoon at night because that was I loved so, going in at nighttime. So you, you were going in there praying that one of those days they would not be showing World of Color. Yeah, so you could yeah, go in there and yeah, that is show. an awesome attraction to ride at night though. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. But World of Color is is is
0: great. I mean I love I love watching it. Uh, you know, we, we we try to get up as close as we can when we're there, um, just because you can feel the mist and you get kind of wet. But you uh, get cold. Y- you get cold, yeah. But as a matter of fact, I was just going through some pictures in my computer, and I, I found a couple of pictures of uh, of you waiting <laughs> for the world of color. I think your head was shaved.
1: So, yeah, I I think I know which trip you're talking about. Yeah, yeah,
0: so. Yeah. World of Uh, color gave them a nighttime show. Like you said, it, it,
1: it gave people a reason to stick around. Um, Yeah. And it's well worth it. That, that show is, I mean, I, I almost like that show better than phantasmic.
0: Really? Yeah. Really. Hmm. They're close, but I, I would go with phantasmic maybe because of this, the nostalgia thing. Uh, But it's close. Uh, World of Color is definitely more updated, more uh, new, technology, techno- technologically
1: superior yeah. to Fantasmic. Um, I just, when I watch World of Color, it makes me feel a certain way, and I don't right. get that same, I, I get a lot of nostalgia vibes from Fantasmic, no doubt, but right. um, World, of Co- World of Color does something to me, and it, it hits kind of like my heartstrings.
0: Gotcha, gotcha, Okay.
1: And, and it's funny because Vegas has got to be aware that Disney has this world of color thing. And I can't help but to think that the fountains at the Bellagio in Las Vegas are right. no longer interesting. Right, because they're just fountain they're, they're just white lights. Yeah. Fountains you would, kind of synchronized to music. Right. Kind you would of. think they, they would incorporate something similar as yeah. well
0: Yeah, they could with being in Vegas. You could do all kinds. I mean, you could do all kinds of
1: stuff on there. I mean, it costs money, and you know now is probably not the time to make that kind of investment in Vegas, um, as far as casinos are concerned, because of the economy right now. But man, that show's been around for years now, and the jets, the, the the fountains that they have at the Bellagio in Las Vegas are so loud. I mean, you really hear those things. And I, I could be wrong, but I I don't know how high they go. But I feel like they're at least, I don't think they go any higher than some of those watercolor ones. But I don't feel like it's nearly as loud. Right. Yeah, I don't know.
0: Oh, they go 460 feet into the air.
1: Okay. Well, maybe that's why that's, they're so loud. That's pretty high. <laughs> uh, yeah, it says uh, the
0: Bellagio has more than a thousand fountains that dance in front of the hotel enhanced by music and light. The display spans more than a thousand feet with water soaring as high as 460 feet in the air.
1: Okay. Well, I guess what, what well, the color goes like, what do they say? 70 or 90. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. But then the,
0: the, the possibility of just the things they could do, you, you got a thousand feet of screen.
1: Yeah. You know,
0: with, with these fountains. Or even if they
1: added a bunch of smaller ones with the different colored lights, you know, the missed screens and added projections and stuff like that. Um, and they did something close to it when they did, man, what was it? They did something at the Bellagio where they used mist and things like that. And it was like one of the first times they did it. Oh, it was for (laughs) the last season of game of Thrones. They did like a special game of Thrones night at the Bellagio fountains. Oh, okay. Um, and they projected onto the mist, but I don't know if they've ever done anything like that since.
0: Uh, there there's an opportunity there for him so yeah so that was you know, one of Iger's first things getting getting DCA to
1: where it should have been at the beginning uh, and I will say I, it is a much better park now I overall mm-hmm. right the, the aesthetic right. matches Disneyland it has you know it's it, it's it's its own identity it's its own park but it has that Disney feeling right. Right. Cause I mean, it's got some,
0: uh, overall scheme of the, the ranking of the rides we'll say for Disneyland resort in a whole, it's got some of my favorite rides. i mean, uh, Soren's over there. Uh, mm-hmm. the Grizzly river run, uh, guardians of the galaxy, not for you, but for me, I like that ride. Uh, the Incredicoaster, which used to be California screaming. Um, so it's got, it's got some really good rides over there that I would, would probably come in my top 10. Definitely. Yeah for the whole resort, but, uh, they just,
1: they just story
0: mania is over there. Yeah. Yep.
1: Yeah. Which I think is a better, I like that one better than Buzz's the buzz. Yeah. Do something better with that real estate with that area.
0: Yeah. So, all right. So once uh, they, they got done with, uh, DCA and then there was a quote from, Kim Irvine. She's one of the Imagineers. She art, art director there. Uh, and she was talking about things becoming stale. Um, and they needed to keep things fresh. And, uh, that's where some people kind of get upset when they plus things up or they add things or they take away things. And yeah. part of the quote said, uh, what she said is that when you, when you do this things to rides, you have to make the ride better. You can't take anything away from the ride because the fans are going to get mad. Um, and she talked about, um, I think Finding Nemo was the first one she talked about. But I, I, I wanted to bring up It's a Small World because I can remember the internet hate that was going around when they added some of the characters, Disney characters, to the It's a Small World ride. You know, mm-hmm. Ariel and Cinderella and uh, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and a lot of people were upset that they were doing that. Um now I think most people enjoy it. I mean, I enjoy trying to find the characters when I'm on the ride. It gives me something to do while I'm on the ride, rather than just listening to the to the song. You could always sleep like James. <laughs> I could sleep like James does, but as soon as he uh, hears that music, he's out. <laughs> he's out. Uh, but they 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 did it in a way that the characters that they did add to it had something to do with the area that they added it to. Right. right? they they weren't just throwing characters in there uh just wherever they, they wanted to. Uh, mm-hmm. they had something to do with the land they
1: were going through and it it, it worked. Um I think so. It, yeah. They, they they matched the aesthetic to the other dolls in that area right. in that room. You know, they had Timon and Pumbaa in the animal room, you know. Right.
0: Right. Yeah. It was and there's I, I just like I just like, like like looking for him. But they they talked about finding Nemo and that that went in where the submarine voyage was. Uh, it had been non-existent for quite a while before Nemo came in. Yeah, uh, they talked about this. It's a Small World, like I said. Then they uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, with the popularity of uh, the movies, mm-hmm. they 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 added uh, Jack Sparrow into the ride, which I, I didn't I didn't mind. I thought it was kind of cool. Maybe they didn't need as many Jack Sparrows as they added because they did add a couple.
1: There's like uh, three. three, yeah.
0: Uh, and I find it kind of cool that sometimes, in the past, I don't know, he hasn't done it in a while, obviously because it's closed. But Johnny Depp would, would actually go to Disneyland and pop up in the ride. Uh, yeah. So that that that's kind of cool. Um, some of the other things uh, that they did with pirates um, with uh, what's her name Red. Red. Did they take her out recently? hmm they she didn't really did. mention they didn't really mention them taking her out they mentioned the the changing of the roles to where where she was no longer one of the winches being
1: sold or whatever was, that was talking about it was it kim it was kim that was talking I about it i think it was kim irvine yeah yeah and she was just saying how you know they've always got to try to keep things fresh and part of that right. is keeping things updated to the to the times the, the yeah. culture of the times and you saw a quick glimpse of the old red in the auction scene right. where they were selling the women and then it quickly moved on to the, the next one the, the <laughs> one that we have now which i don't mind this scene i don't mind that they've changed the uh what's the word i'm looking for the the focus of the auction. Right. Um, What I don't like is the red animatronic that they have in there now. And, and her voice, her voice throws me off every time. Now I don't, I don't like her voice. Right. But, right.
0: And then the, and then the other ride they talking about that they talked about where they plussed it up was haunted mansion when they added the overlay for nightmare before Christmas best thing they did that yeah was i i don't remember when it like the time period when it was added i don't remember a lot of fuss but i don't think i was on the internet or maybe it was before the internet really became big where people
1: would complain about everything but because uh, i guess one of the imagineers was talking that i think they had talked about it doing it for a little while but they kind of got turned down a couple of times because it was such a niche market for so long. Right. The nightmare before Christmas fandom was such a limited group. Right. And that's grown considerably nowadays. That movie is almost kind of like a cult classic now. Right. Did it grow because they added it to the
0: ride or did it grow? And then they said, we can add it now. Uh, I mean, it's one of my favorite over, I mean, Oh, I, lo- I, yeah. I, yeah, I love going on it christmas
1: season so mm-hmm. uh, and i just like that music that plays on the outside of the building when they have it at that version yep, yep.
0: and then so they basically if and it kind of goes to we're, we're we're gonna see i don't know you would call it a plessing up but a changing of a ride coming up soon with splash mountain um and there's a lot of on you know on the internet i, I don't think there's there's not too many people right in the middle. It's either they, they want princess the frog or they want Splash mountain to stay, but as long as they make the ride better, Mm -hmm. I think in the long run, it'll be okay. I don't mind change. I don't like change for certain reasons though, if that makes sense. Um, so, uh, we'll see. We'll see when that comes out, but they are continually plussing things up or making things better. Um, one of them, I think it was a quote from Waltz or maybe not. Um, I forgot who the who, who the quote was from, but basically, things are going to change. And uh, maybe it was Marty Sklar who talked about if you're never going to change anything, you might as well just put it into a museum or something, something to, to that effect. Uh, yeah, I can't remember so, who said it. Yeah, yeah. So then we then we get into the part where Disney's starting to acquire a lot of properties. Uh, you know, they acquired Pixar. And then uh, they get Marvel, and they get the rights to Avatar, so they can build the ride out in Florida. And then they get Lucasfilm, and uh, you know, more recently, which wasn't include, they didn't really include this in the thing, but they acquired Fox, and um, so they're they're out there snatching up all these properties. Which I, I guess that's, I mean, that's part of Iger's legacy, is he. All that, all that stuff that he, that he acquired. I mean, uh, they didn't, they didn't spend too much time on it, but they did, they did talk about those uh,
1: properties. So, I mean, he more or less, you know, continued to improve theme parks, right. existing, and then they briefly touched on Shanghai, China. Yeah, and then. Brought the Walt Disney Company into even more of a global right. superpower when it came to entertainment. Well, they talked about well, DCA obviously got got some work done, and then
0: Hong Kong Disneyland was not very successful in the beginning when it was built. Uh, and they and they mentioned Hong Kong, uh, Iger expanding Hong Kong by twenty five percent. They said basically the size of Cars Land, I think. Yeah, uh, but that's when they added in their version of the haunted mansion, which is called mystic point, which I don't know too much about mystic point. I've never been to Hong Kong Disneyland, but after watching this and then watching some videos of it, it's very, a very cool concept. And they, they, they couldn't just go with a cookie cutter type haunted mansion ghost kind of thing based on the culture of, of, of Hong Kong, you know, uh, they had to do something different. And I think they, they, they did well. And what I thought was most interesting was the ride system. It's not on a track, uh, Which now rides coming out now use basically that same technology. But this was,
1: you know. The first of its kind.
0: Yeah, yeah. Basically, computers controlling these ride vehicles without a track. Um, Right. Because now
1: we even have that at DCA now with Luigi's um, Rollick and Roadsters. Right,
0: right. I was thinking of, of the the rise in Star Wars: Galaxy's Edge because uh, they they're not on
1: track, are they? Um, the Rise of the Resistance is trackless. I just slipped my mind because yeah. I was oh, okay. five <laughs> days before going and have not been able to experience it myself. Yeah, but I, that's what I'm trying it back up. No problem. No James problem. is laughing in this <laughs> chair right now.
0: Yeah, so I thought I thought that was cool. Uh, and then just the, a lot of the, the new technology that, that they're using. And they, and they mentioned using it for like their nighttime shows and then the dark rides. And they they, they kind of went over plussing up some of some fan favorites like Peter Pan. Um, yeah. You know, they, they had the original, I think, in 83. Then they had the updated one. And now they've updated even more. Um, Projection guess, mapping was really big. Exactly. Exactly. And I think if you mess with Peter Pan too much, there'll be more of an outcry than... Like, it's a small world and
1: uh, Tower of Terror. Yeah, Yeah, even
0: Slash Mountain. So, um, people love that ride. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, you go there when they first open, and people are running to get there. I mean, as soon as it opens, like, the the line's 45 minutes long. Yeah. Right. At least the last time
1: I went. So, the best time to go, I think, is like right before the park closes. Probably. That's where your shortest line is going to be all day long. Right.
0: And then, along with uh, Hong Kong adding the uh, the Mystic Manor, they talked about Walt, Walt Disney Studios in Paris adding the uh, Rat- Ratatouille ride, which uses the a trackless system, yeah, uh, j- just like uh, the Mystic Manor did. And just the the the, the process of they, they went through to make the ride and uh, the the thing that I found most interesting they said the six five or six minute uh of the ride, the the, the video that they use took longer to make than like the whole movie, which is crazy. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. It's only like a five to six minute thing, but I just thought that was interesting. Um, And then let's see, what did they talk about? Oh, Tokyo, which it was kind of, they kind of jumped around a lot. I thought with like topics, not really being related to each other. And they mentioned the Disney cruise ships, two more being built uh, under Iger which was the dream and the fantasy. Yep. Um, And then the advent of, uh, I don't know if they talked about, yeah, they talked about social media before they talked about the earthquake out in Tokyo, but um, basically how they've been, they've been using social media and the, 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 the the boom of social media, they they mentioned the Disney castles being the most Instagrammed photos of all time. Um, And then they then we talked to they talked about the Walt, Walt Disney Paris adding or Walt Disney Studios Paris adding the Ratatouille ride and then they talked about the uh, earthquake in Tokyo and I don't remember a lot about the earthquake in Tokyo for some reason because it happened in 2011. Um, Where were was, you guys
1: uh, at in 2011? We, we were here in Cheyenne.
0: Uh, oh really? Okay. Yeah i i, I remember uh, I remember hearing about an earthquake, but I didn't know that they had closed Disneyland or Tokyo Disneyland for over 30 days. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they and they and they mentioned that kind of after 9-11 you know a lot of our stuff shut down and then you know, it was kind of hey we need to get back to business things need to start opening up and they said in tokyo that didn't happen it was nobody told them that they had to open you know they, they didn't they didn't have that i guess guidance
1: it's not in the i guess their culture to be told that i guess i don't know but yeah that's <laughs> kind of what that imagineer was making it out to be that Right, it just wasn't how that culture did things. They didn't, right? They weren't just going to come out and say we can go back to normal or we need to get back to normal.
0: Yeah, and there was like seventy thousand people in the park that day. Uh, They they had video footage that I had never seen. Uh, The park, for the most part, withstood the earthquake. Minor, very minor damage. The parking lot, they said, got the most damage. Right, Uh, but you know they were able to 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 keep 70,000 people safe inside their park. And that was kind of the, the, the imaginary that you were talking about. He kind of got teary-eyed talking about it.
1: Yeah. Uh, Cause, um, he definitely probably has family over there. I can't remember if he ever said if he's originally from Japan or if he grew up in right. the States, but he's definitely of Japanese descent. So, right. And he just said, you know, basically, that was the that was what
0: told the Japanese people that you know Disneyland was a safe place to be. You know, seventy thousand people were there, and and nobody got hurt, nobody died, injured, nobody died, and uh, so um, so I think that was, and then the, it, it it kind of ended with uh, getting ready to open Shanghai, which I think the next episode, if I remember correctly, covers a little more.
1: Yeah, I think the next episode talks about shanghai talks about the upcoming galaxy's edge which we now have but at the time when all this was being made galaxy's edge hadn't opened yet so it was kind of a like another little teaser for what's to come for galaxy's edge
0: right right
1: yeah so yeah here next episode the building and opening of
0: uh, shanghai um and so that episode is title to infinity and beyond uh, the imaginers open a new disney resort in china then create blockbuster worlds of immersion i'm assuming they're talking about star wars galaxy's edge there um but yeah this this episode kind of just you know after it followed episode four where episode four talked about a lot of mistakes and missteps and this episode kind of covered those mistakes and those missteps being fixed
1: yeah and, and um what disney is
0: doing for the future
1: i mean i mean this that this episode really spanned roughly 10 years yeah because eiger took over in 2005 right and i imagine they probably started on construction of shanghai by at least 2015 yeah it was it uh, opened in 17 or 18 shanghai i'm looking it up
0: right now but yeah it was i i, I would say probably about uh about a ten-year time period. Uh, Shanghai was opened on June sixteenth, two
1: thousand sixteen. Sixteen. Okay. Yeah. So then they would have started construction on that at least four or five years in advance. Construction began on April eighth, two thousand and eleven. Yeah, five so years in advance. Years. Yeah. So. Um, so the, they'll probably backtrack a little bit because I think some of the things we saw in this episode definitely well i don't know they ended with that thing in japan maybe it just went through 2011 maybe cuz of the earthquake was to 2011 so yeah did the change to small world happen with the addition of the characters was that pre 2011 i believe so really uh, yeah um i'm trying to
0: i don't know when it was i'm trying to look it up now but who knows uh it was 2008 2008, when they,
1: when they added the 29 new Der- Disney characters, and was it 2011? We got the the newly imagined California Adventure. Was that 10 years after it opened, where they officially so, rededicated the park?
0: It was. I know. I, I know we talked about this in the last episode. Um, I might have been 2011. Let's see. They started it. I wish I had it right here. Two thousand ten, I think, because that's when they changed their name, because it was Disney's California Adventure Park. And now it's just Disney California Adventure Adventure Park. Yeah. In two thousand eleven, they started making the plans for the updates. Um, The project began in December of two thousand seven, and was rededicated on June fifteenth, two thousand twelve. Okay. So it was after the earthquake, and okay. the, it's a small world, so.
1: So then we may not have really seen anything past twenty twelve. Twenty twelve, because they they kind of they started this episode kind of with the DCA two thousand twelve,
0: and then they kind of went backwards with some of the stuff, but yeah, uh, It but was yeah, never... did
1: kind of jump all over the place in this episode where the other episodes have been a little more chronological. Right. Right but so we, we
0: got one more episode left episode six I'll um, try not to cry where, they, <laughs> where they're going to wrap it up. So um, we want like more, we want oh, more. We need to start a change.org peti- petition petition <laughs> uh, <laughs> for season two of the imagineering story. So um, yeah, that's all I got on the imagineering story. Uh, still probably episode three is probably one of my favorites with Michael Eisner and Frank Wells kind of mm. all their successes in the eighties. But number four hit or miss is still probably my least favorite just cause wow. It, yeah. It was just a lot of failure. I mean, it's good to know. I, I mean, and, and I think we say this every time, but it's good to see that, that there was people on there being interviewed that would acknowledge that it failed. I mean, especially um, Eisner. Right. And without those failures, then we don't get to episode five and all the, the things that they've done to, to, to fix them. Um, and I think I think they've realized, hopefully they've realized that a company, as a company, that doing things like DCA and the cheap and Hong Kong and uh, you know, uh, Walt Disney Studios in Paris, uh, it, spend the money now and do it right rather than have, having to fix it in 10 years. Uh, yeah.
1: Because the people will let you know. I mean, they'll let you know if it's not good. Um, it, it's funny because the the exact reason why you don't like episode four is the reason why it's my favorite episode. Oh, really? Yeah.
0: <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to say I don't like it. It's just not my favorite. I mean, they're all, they've all got their good and bad stuff. Uh, yeah. It just, when I, after I watched, after I watched an episode, like episode three, after I got done, it was, I was like excited. Episode four, I got done. I was like, man, they really sucked during this period. <laughs>
1: So, I just think that it's I mean, it's self-produced. I mean, Disney made this about themselves basically. And that they didn't shy away from yeah, we were cheap, we made mistakes, not everything right. we've touched has turned to gold. Right. Um and I I like hearing that there was opposition even going into making DCA and they were just like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, okay, sounds great. You're 2 years behind." You know, that that was just the mentality. I think it's so interesting to actually see and hear some of those conversations, some of those thought processes, um, and then see the outcome of it. Right. Right.
0: Yeah. So, so if you've got any thoughts on, uh, episode five or any thoughts on the imaginary story as a whole, and you want to share them with us, uh, we can, we can share them with the listeners on our next episode, when we, when we talk about the very, very last one, uh, you can email us at talking Disney at gmail.com. Uh, we would love to hear from you. Um, and you for those who are,
1: you- are a Disney Imagineer, and right. would like oh, to yeah. offer me a job. <laughs> Cody will relocate. <laughs> I will relocate. If I can become a Disney Imagineer, I will do it.
0: And if you haven't watched it, uh, <coughs> James, um, Ooh, check wow. him out check cool. him out Need yeah because I idea. think Robert, I, I think last time I talked to him he said he he hadn't made it past episode three yet so
1: he's a busy so, guy
0: yeah he is
1: he is uh, he he does does more, that's all I got. he does more at work than you he does he does but yeah he doesn't get to watch movies all day well that's not my fault <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: but he gets to take a lot of or he did at least before Corona. I mean, he got to take a lot of cool trips, places, and it seems like he was always in Chicago or Anaheim or yeah.
1: somewhere. Uh, but yeah, he was just in Anaheim. He yeah sent us that picture or video or something of him walking through yeah uh, the Esplanade or downtown Disney or something.
0: Yeah, well he 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 was supposed to be out there for the Star Wars uh, it, thing after dark. Oh yeah, so it, he said. He said they just went ahead and went out there anyways. Uh, kept hotel though, room and- I, yeah, I guess they so went down to San Diego, I think, or something. So he didn't just stay in Anaheim, but Palmer. Oh,
1: yeah. All right, so that's I all I got. That was the trip he was planning on building his lightsaber.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. Because he didn't hadn't
1: built that. one yet. All the times he's been to Galaxy's Edge, and he still hadn't built his own lightsaber, and I think he was finally going to do it with the with his buddy when they went down for star Wars celebration or star Wars after dark and uh, didn't get to happen. Didn't get to happen. I it feel bad because that is a cool yeah. experience. I would, you know, I, it, $200 is a lot to build a mm-hmm. lightsaber. Um, but you're paying for the experience that goes with it. And I think, you know, if you can save up for it, it is, it is a cool experience. Yeah. Yeah. Someday.
0: Someday I'll get to experience it.
1: Someday, someday. my prince will come. <laughs> Is
0: that, are they going to play that song at your wedding?
1: Uh, well, I was supposed Maybe. to be a secret. You kissed the girl. I will tell you what though. <laughs> there will be Disney incorporated into the wedding. All and right. if you can, if you can figure it out, you'll get a pat on the back.
0: Okay. Like if I can figure out, beforehand or if i no. go i'll be like
1: yeah if, if you come up to me you know at any point during the wedding not preferably not during the ceremony not during the vows and all that yeah maybe like, wait till afterwards hold um,
0: on pause pause cody that was just a disney moment you're talking about right there okay
1: carry on <laughs> yeah maybe wait till you know we're all eating or something and then uh, be okay. like hey i i noticed what you did there uh, okay yeah
0: now I'm a, now 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 I seem like an idiot if I don't
1: catch it. So yeah, there instead of a hidden Mickey, it's a hidden it's a hidden Disney. The, I think it'll be the only thing that's Disney in the wedding. So okay, all right, you'll probably yeah. spot it. James will okay. probably spot it. Okay, but you're not
0: gonna you're not gonna have your lightsaber on you, are you? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I will instead know. of
0: instead of exchanging rings, are gonna exchange lightsabers?
1: You know, those t-shirts that they sell at world of Disney, where it's got like the Han and the Leia silhouette Mm -hmm. and it says, I love you. And then it says, I know. Yeah. I'm going to be wearing the, I know t-shirt with a leather jacket for my wedding. (laughs) Nice. Nice. (laughs) (laughs) Instead of it saying, I know it'll just say, I do. I do. Okay.
0: Makes sense. I'll look for it. All right. I'll look for it. All right. Well, that's all I got. Uh, anything else on the, uh, episode five there, Cody?
1: No, not at this time.
0: All right. Well, uh, we're getting ready to get out of here, but let me share some of their social media stuff with you. If you do like to play on social media during the day while you're supposed to be working like me, uh, you can check us out at Facebook at Talking Disney Podcast. Uh, We're on Twitter at Talking Disney. Follow us on Instagram at Talking Disney Podcast. Email us talking disney podcast at gmail.com and you can check out the website www.talkingdisneypodcast.com one last thing i wanted to bring up today was the 45th i don't know if you want to or 41st i don't know if you want to call it anniversary or birthday of big thunder mountain railroad one of my most favorite rides at the disneyland park um 41 years ago today september 2nd 1979 uh it was opened. So uh, uh-huh. hopefully soon I'll get to ride the ride again. And if you did like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter and on Instagram, you would have saw that earlier this morning when I posted it. So I try to post up things like that. Um, but yeah. Uh, so after I remember that it was a birthday, I was looking up some stuff on Thunder Mountain, some interesting tidbits that we'll have to share uh, on a future episode because i think we are planning an episode soon on our f- just basically talking about the mountains at disneyland uh we'll we'll get it in before splash mountain is gone because that has to be one of, the, one of the things and i don't know if they're going to rename the ride where it still has the word mountain in it because uh, it's there aren't one of the any mountains.
1: mountains in the bayou know, but it's,
0: you know, we got a big Thunder Mountain. I guess Matterhorn really doesn't have the word mountain in it, so I guess
1: it is technically Matterhorn bobsleds, isn't it?
0: Yeah, so I, yeah, I guess it would fit, but, but it
1: is the Matterhorn mountain. mountain.
0: Yeah, so we'll
1: see. All right, we'll we're going to have to do predictions. Maybe it'll be, the princess, it'll be
0: the princess and the frog at Splash Mountain. I don't know.
1: <laughs> They're really into the colons. Oh, okay, yeah, there you go
0: with like kind of like
1: star wars galaxy's edge yeah yeah the ride formerly Millennium known as Falcon smugglers run yeah maybe Grind it'll be the galaxy, galaxy mission breakout
0: it'll be the attraction formerly known as splash mountain
1: so <laughs> uh, that, that's yeah. Good.
0: yeah. well yeah i'm just tired i need to go to bed so me too all right so that's all we got for episode 47 uh thanks for checking us out thanks for uh always checking us out and um that is all you got anything last minute any alibis cody that's it that's it all right well we will talk to you next time bye bye yeah folks and me and my pals hope you had a swell time
1: oh, yeah. Mickey. Yeah. uh
0: mickey uh-huh it's that time Huh? what time is that Minnie? oh
1: <laughs> goofy what oh Ooh. Now, now it's time, time to, to
0: say goodnight to all our, our company. company. Oh, no, not that Sean.
1: M-I-C. See you real soon. It's Mouse. K-E-Y. Why? Because, because we, we like you! Like you.